Alright, we're back with another Overtime, Overtime episode number 22. Uh, this week, back in the Texas Chainsaw franchise with Texas Chainsaw Massacre, The Beginning from 2006, which is the prequel to the reboot from 2003, uh, off, off camera. We were talking about how, oddly enough, this is probably one of the first Texas Chainsaw Massacres me or Tyler ever watched, which... Actually, I think the Jessica Biel one was my first. Yeah. Now that I'm thinking, thinking, but I, this it, one is the first one that, like, really sunk into my head. Yeah, I honestly think that this one was the first Texas Chainsaw I ever saw as a kid. Um, but, which sucks! Because you might disagree with me on this, Tyler, but uh, I think this might be in contention for the uh, the worst one so far for me. Uh, the only one it could is three, and three I don't necessarily think is a bad movie. Just nothing like memorable is in it. Um, so in honor of three, I'm gonna give this movie a three. Uh, it's a shame. In honor of a movie you didn't like, you're going to give this movie a ranking based on that movie. Yeah. Gotcha, gotcha. That's crystal clear. Yeah, man. So, what are, what are your thoughts on this one? Um, The problem with this movie, and, uh, well, just when we do these, right, uh-huh. is that, like, I'm basing this against all the other Chainsaw movies, right? Yeah. Or Leatherface or whatever. Mm -hmm. Texas. Whatever you want to refer to these as. Like, based on that, I'm going to give this one, like, a, a solid five. Yeah. But, like... Well, no, based on normal horror, I would give this a five or a six. Based on, like, the Leatherface, you know, universe. Uh -huh. I You know, I would, I would go a little bit lower. Um... Like a four or three. I actually didn't like Leatherface in this. No, yeah, I didn't like him either. There was no personality or nothing. Like, it, you know, but anyway, we'll get into that. Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah, like, uh, but this one, surprisingly enough, had a few jump scares in it. And that's the only reason why I ranked yeah. it higher in the normal horror universe than I did the, the other thing. Mm -hmm. This also has a little, a little spoiler, not spoiler, but uh, a little hook. One of the most strangely erotic, intense moments for me that just blew my mind, and now I'm in all kinds of weird kink shit. So you know, hey, there, there's that. So, but uh, I'll talk about that later. All right, yeah. Stay tuned. Because in my mind, I'm thinking of one part, but I don't think it's the part you're thinking. <laughs> but, but anyway, so spoiler warning for Texas Chainsaw Massacre: The Beginning. If you've never seen it, we're gonna ruin everything about it. So. You've been warned. Uh, first off, can I just say how hard it is to take uh, Beecher seriously as a tough biker after seeing him in Oz you, for this many years? <laughs> like, do you think he had a bodysuit on to make him look bigger? To make him, I, he looked huge in this movie, right? Like well, he was the same size as Leatherface. Like they went head to head. Yeah, and in most things, Leatherface is this brute who. Uh, just doesn't yeah nothing from nobody which i seem to remember in oz he was one of the smaller guys like yeah yeah so i i don't know but yeah he 
it was just so weird seeing him as like the because the only I've seen I forgot he was in this, and then he's in that other movie uh, with that guy who was hunting him down to kill him and stuff that you made me watch. I made you watch. Yeah. No one lives. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, he's in that, but he doesn't look like he looks like Beecher still. You yeah. know, this one like he had the big wig and everything else. Uh huh. Yeah. And it's like yikes. But. Well, first of all, yeah, speaking of uh, Biker Beecher, let's talk about one of my favorite parts of the movie, which is uh, after his biker girlfriend uh, tries to road rob them, and then the brother, like, shoots back at her, and then, shout out to the only good part of Halloween 2 Rob Zombie, is the uh, cow! <laughs> hitting the cow. They uh, hit a cow. What's Plus up? The difference between jelly and jam. I'm yeah, like... yeah. About the same thing with that part happened. Yeah, and uh, and they're like all fucked up and shit. And the girl still comes over to rob them. And then uh, Arlie Ermy pulls up, and uh, she's like, "Play along, right?" She turns around. She's like, "Oh, officer, I'm so glad to see you." And he's like, "I bet you are." <laughs> Just shoots her with the fucking shotgun, and I was like, "Oh shit!" <laughs> yeah, that was great. Like, uh, say, I'll say, we'll get into more about this movie, but for me, Arlie Ermey is probably top three Texas Chainsaw characters. Oh, I would say he's the top. Oh, yeah? I mean, don't get me wrong, I know you like Chop Top. I think, uh, Dennis Leary? No, not Dennis Leary. Dennis, Dennis Hopper. Hopper? From, uh, was that the third? No, he was still he was in number two too. Yeah, yeah, like he's a little out there with wonky guy too, but uh I would say he uh is Arlie Ermy, whatever his name is, is uh, well R. I. P. He died like what last year? I think it's been a few years at this point, yeah. But uh he is without a doubt like the embodiment of Leatherface like uh-huh. the family, right? Like, yeah, he he's good. So let's let's go on a tangent for a second. Okay. You played Resident Evil 7? I did. Which, am I, no one could ever tell me that it wasn't based on Leatherface. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I think this guy would be even better than the dad in that, right? Like, yeah. he's, he's really, I don't know, I, I like him better than the Sawyer. So, it's the Sawyers in the first three, right? The uh, it's, I know it's the Sawyers in the first two. And the third one, I think, is when you get your first name change, and there's someone else. Because this one was something else. This one, know. this one in 2003, Huey? they're the Hewitts. Yeah. Yeah. It was got sued or something, or. No, I don't think they just kept. Yeah, and then three, I don't remember what they were, and then four, they were a different name, and then I think in the next movie they go back to the Sawyers. Because the next one is a direct sequel to the first Texas Chainsaw movie. But I'm, Wait, not, I'm not sure. Yeah, they switch names all the fucking time. Oh, you're but. saying the best character is the top three. Like I said, I, I think he's probably one of the best. Yeah. Like, you need that strong vocal guy to, like, counteract a chainsaw-wielding maniac who doesn't say much. Uh-huh. So, but that's just my, I don't know. Yeah. Now I'm trying to think of who my top three is right now. Yeah, well, Chop Top's up there, right? I mean, Chop um, Top's, I think, so off the top of my head, I'm not going to count Leatherface, because he's like the, 
He's the constant. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, it it might be for me. It might be McConaughey from four is number one. He's pretty fucking crazy. Chop Top yeah. is number two, and then Arlie Army's at three. What about uh, fucking Van Helsing? Not Van Helsing. Magneto. What's his name? Oh, it's not. He's not, he doesn't play Magneto. I don't know why. <laughs> I, why I was Magneto. like, I was like, Michael Fassbender was in this movie. <laughs> he looks like Michael Fassbender, but he's not. But he's famous. I can't think of the guy's Vigo name. Vigo Mortensen? Oh no! Yeah. yeah, no. Matthew McConaughey kind of took that role and just slayed yeah. it. But I guess that's the same role as Lee or Ermy. Yeah, you know, kind of. I kind of feel because I like uh, Drayton Sawyer. Well, I'd say I like Drayton Sawyer in the first one. The second one, he was a little too much for me. Yeah, which is saying was... something since I like Chop Top so much, but. Because in the first one, he was funny without having to try to be funny. The second one, he was really trying. Like, look what your brother did to the door. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. so good. Like, that first movie is so solid. Uh-huh. Like, all the no-name actors. Well, anyways. Yeah, anyways. So, movie kicks off uh, in 1939. Uh, where this uh, lady is working at a meat shop, I think was it was still like the butcher shop, right? Or was yeah, it something? Waterhouse. Yeah, not the butcher shop. <laughs> um, and uh, next thing you know, she like keels over and starts praying and shit, and uh, she starts giving birth to this fucking baby. Uh, and you get, like, a glimpse of the baby coming out with, like, his skin's all weird or whatever. Um, and she dies, R.I.P. that lady. Uh, and so then her boss just takes the baby and throws it out into the trash. And then, uh, Luda May Hewitt, the, uh, the mother of the family, is just picking through garbage, I'm assuming, for shit to eat. Uh, and she finds, uh, him... And she's like, look how beautiful. And then it goes back to the house. And Arlie Irving's like, that's the ugliest baby I ever did. Yeah, it's <laughs> so good, right? He's like, he's just sh in shadow. You don't yeah. really see him. And she's like, isn't he beautiful? That's the ugliest goddamn thing I've ever seen. Yeah. I was like, fuck yes. Yeah. Like, and so I like that intro. And then it goes into the credits. And Tyler, for me, this might be the worst opening credits these movies have ever so had bad. so bad like it was terrible i was like I was, come on to set the scene i was eating my leftover chinese food and it was uh general so's chicken uh-huh and i had uh i had way more chicken than i had rice so i like mixed it all up yeah so i'm sitting there eating this big bowl of just red and then i'm watching this and they're just slaughtering there's blood and everything i'm just like <laughs> this chicken tastes funny <laughs> So. But uh, it was really bad. I um, this is a spoiler, spoiler. But the originals opened with that old guy in 1939. Uh, you yeah. Know? And uh, I was watching this, and I was like, man, I didn't think I'd ever miss that. You know. Uh -huh. Just you know, obviously I did. And then at the very end of this, it does uh, yeah. go, and I went, oh, okay. Well, I don't really miss it at all. But <laughs> you know, really... yeah. Um. And so that was the opening, and then the rest of the movie takes place in uh, 1969. So Leatherface is a is a 30-year-old in this movie. We get some age on him. So then, how old would that make him? Because the first movie takes place in 74. Oh, I guess he would just be 
35. 35. Yeah, I don't know why. I was like, this is a math question. Hold on, there's dogs scratching on the door. Oh, you thought you were getting your something. phone to use the calculator? You know? Yeah, let's find out. The dog, I opened the door for him, and then he just ran down the hall and looked at me. This is usually when I talk shit about Tom, but he left his headphones in, so yeah. I can't know. Anyway. <laughs> but, uh... Yeah, so, uh, also, shout out to uh, one of the earliest podcasts, and one of the most successful ones, I think it's number two in views, uh, the fucking, the preppy girl from the faculty is in this movie, uh, playing the, uh, the boyfriend of the guy, of the older brother, brother, so, shout okay, out Okay, you to- said boyfriend, but I'm sure you meant girlfriend. No. <laughs> yeah. I gotta say, okay. Jessica Biel is amazingly hot, right? You know, I I don't shy away from, you know, how enamored I am by her. Uh-huh. Both these ladies are really attractive. Like, usually you have, like, an okay one, and then you have, like, kind of a trashy one or whatever. Yeah. But uh, both these girls were uh, top-notch, man. I was like, hey. I was like, good. And they're both, like, I think, serious uh- actors. So it's not like they were just like, hey, we found an attractive woman. You know, yeah. they got like legit I did. People. I did see that the lady from the faculty is married to uh, the producer of this movie and the oh. producer of the faculty and the, you know. So. She's still good. Like, yeah. uh, I wouldn't. She did all right in this movie. No, I just, I just saw that. I was like, oh. But, it uh, sounds like you're also, a little bit the, of age. Uh, like, I'm not going to disagree with you. They're both very attractive women. Uh, but. With them and with Jessica Biel, was the mid-2000s just the era of these women with no asses that they were like, look, <laughs> look at... Um, yes. Like, like yeah. Paris Hilton. Like, didn't start until, uh, I don't know, like, J-Lo late in her career? So, you're talking like 2010? Yeah. 2012? It was just, like, they do that shot where they always try to recreate it of the... Of the girl's butt in the house and walking up. And they do it with a faculty girl in this movie. And I was like, what? There, there's nothing there to show. <laughs> but. Oh, what dear. Anyway, sorry if she's listening to this. What a pig. Yeah. But uh, they have this uh, weird sort of side story going on. With uh, the both these brothers got drafted to Vietnam. And... Uh, <laughs> And uh, the older brother is all for it. He's doing, like, Rambo shit in the pool, which is weird because I don't think Rambo would come out at that point. But, you know. Uh, And then the the little brother is planning to go to Mexico and, you know, dodge the draft. Uh, Which he hasn't told his older brother this. So he's waiting to... He never does tell him. The older brother finds his draft card that's burnt. He's like, no, what? no, or no, like, yeah, never mind. He burns it in front of him. Go ahead. He's like, no, he's in the back seat, hiding behind his seat, like burning it. And yeah. I was like, what? Why? You didn't think he'd have this conversation? He's like, yeah. oh, no, he found out. So, yeah, so they do that, and uh, there's no, there's no real point to it. The only point is there is a good line because eventually we'll get into it some more. But Arlie Army is a. Uh, He's in the middle of torturing him or whatever. And he's like, ah, oh, 
it's a good thing you didn't go to Vietnam. You'd hate for something like this to end up happening. And it was like, oh, shit. <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah. But. Um, also, this movie explains how Arlie Ermey became the sheriff of this town, uh, which is simple. Uh, he just murdered <laughs> the, uh, the ship. Well, because, okay, Leatherface works at, his, at this butcher or the, the slaughterhouse. And then they're shutting the slaughterhouse down. And this makes Leatherface very unhappy. So he returns later that day and he murders the uh, the boss of the uh, slaughterhouse. So... Does the one guy get away? Yeah, I don't think he kills the one guy that's like, you big ugly animal or something. Although he's like, I have to tell him. Uh, yeah. And he gets all nervous and stuff. Yeah, I think, I think he's alright. Um, but, so, yeah, he kills, he kills him, and then, uh, homie, speaking of Rob Zombie Halloween, uh, even though he, he, he was the, uh, the cop in the first Halloween that comes to get Michael, and he's like, look at this fuckers, all this mass hanging everywhere, and he was the guy in, uh, Devil's Rejects that was part of the family, he, he's in The Walking Dead. He's in all these movies. Uh, but he's the sheriff in this movie. And he's like... Also, we're prime uh, 2000s here. Where... Uh, don't get mad at me, everybody. Okay? Where uh, they're just calling Leatherface like retard and faggot. Like the whole movie. And it's like, oh. <laughs> you know? And then on special occasions, they combine them. Yeah, on special... <laughs> But, uh, yeah, so he's like, you, you know, your your nephew. They call him his nephew for some reason, which is weird. Well, because they knew that the lady wasn't pregnant. So yeah. they had to think of a reason. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, the how they got the kid or whatever. So he's like, your nephew killed, uh, what's-his-face down at the slaughterhouse. We gotta oh, go. Oh, he did not say nephew. He's well, like, no, yeah, we already been over with it, yeah. Uh, so he goes and he takes him, uh, to help get the guy and then he gets out uh when they see leatherface walking down the road and he's like hey c get over here you know and then arlie ermy gets out and fucking shoots him oh uh i take there i do have to say because like we said the guy's like hey we have to go get your retard nephew Man. and then uh, arlie ermy goes he ain't retarded he's just misunderstood <laughs> it's, it sounds <laughs> like um because R. Lee or whatever. Uh -huh. He doesn't seem like he cares about anything. But when the dude calls him retarded or whatever, we gotta get you retarded because, like in the car or whatever, you can see his hand twitches. Yeah. Right? And, like, it seems like he's the only thing he cares about, right? Like, yeah. There's a point we'll get to later on that I really like in this movie that has to do with that. But, yeah, so Arlie Army, he shoots uh, the sheriff, kills him, and then he goes, uh, Shit, I just killed the whole fucking sheriff's department. <laughs> and he takes uh, the uniform and he goes home and there's this whole change into where he's changing the mirror into the sheriff outfit. And then uh, he makes his whole big speech at the table where he's like, we're never going to starve again. We're going to start with the sheriff. And I guess this is supposed to be the first time they've ever uh, like resorted to cannibalism. Uh, you get the, the mom, 
next to him is like uh is like oh charlie or whatever his name is and you think she's gonna object she's like say grace first you know yeah. <laughs> it was like, yeah, oh, shit. It's, it's really well done because they're like you think that she's gonna be like we can't do that that's disgusting uh, but like no she's just like hey you know mind your manners or whatever yeah um but oh his name actually was charlie shout out nice job hey. thomas you got it right <laughs> but anyway yeah so but yeah so biker girl tries to rob him uh she we've been over what happened to her uh arlie ermy then sees the burnt draft card on the ground and he's like which one of you fuckers tried to you know also he doesn't really talk with the southern accent but that's what you're gonna get for the whole podcast whenever hey, I it's <laughs> it's not our southern it's like yeah. okay so we have our the way we talk and you know you say y'all and howdy and everything he has more of like that Deep South Texan accent. Uh-huh. It's not like a cowboy. It's just more of a yeah. Whatever. And so he's like, "Which one of you is trying to dodge the you know or whatever?" And uh, the older brother takes the rap for it. And uh, so, which I think from the very beginning, Arlie Army could smell bullshit. He was like, you know. Uh, so, also the older brother's girlfriend had flown into like the grass across the street somehow so she isn't involved in any of this god damn completely unharmed completely unharmed yeah i think she had like a scratch or something but she flew out of the window landed on the other side of the road after this car flipped what twice yeah yeah and hit a cow and she was in the front seat when it hit a cow <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah completely fine completely fine yeah which keep in mind to the other scene of those guys hitting the cow where fucking the one dude's dead the other dude's like fuck fuck (laughs) (laughs) and that was in like a well i don't know if that was modern car or not i don't remember if they did it had to be modern day right i think it was yeah so modern day vehicle versus well i guess it's all metal yeah so anyway so arlie army takes uh the two brothers and the younger brother's girlfriend who she's uh pretty bad off she's got like piece of glass sticking in her in her stomach and shit uh and so he goes and he immediately they get uh he gets leatherface to come over and like pick them up and to put them uh like strung up on these uh rods which you have a scene where uh, the lady's like what is that you know and i feel like if i ever saw leatherface like i wouldn't like i'd just be like man that's a big dude you know like i wouldn't be what is that you know but uh, you know what? Also, Leatherface is wearing sort of a mankind mask to begin with. Like, okay, I was gonna bring this up. Yeah, do you think Kane and Le- and Mankind ruined Leatherface's whole mask thing? Because now, whenever you see it, my mind automatically goes to the original Leatherface mask. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Pretty Woman, I think is what they call it. I don't. Uh, the, the other one. Pretty Woman the is woman. the one where after during dinner. Yeah. So it goes OG Pretty Woman. And then I automatically go Mankind and Kane. And, like, <laughs> those are the four masks, right? Yeah. And then, like, this one, like you said, it, it looked like a mixture between Mankind and Kane, right? Except uh-huh. Kane's, you know, full face or whatever. But, yeah. And I was just like, oh, they just ripped off it. And I don't know, what was 2003 this movie came out? Oh, six. Or six. Well, I'm sure Mankind made his appearance when? Uh, 96 or some shit. So it could be just a straight up rip could off be. of it. But yeah, he's wearing this mankind mask to begin with. Uh, and then uh, 
so he has him strung up in the in the barn and then you get another great Arlie Irving scene where he comes over and he's spraying him with water and he's like my daddy always said you had to keep the cattle clean a clean goat is a happy goat are you happy yet <laughs> he's spraying them down and I was like oh shit uh so then after this coming up is the part that I was wondering if this is what your kink thing was where Arlie Ermey, to uh, get to what he knows is the truth, he wraps a thing of cellophane wrap around the older brother's head so he can't breathe. And uh, he's like, come on, your brother's suffocating, you know? And then finally the little brother's like, mind, I'm the one that burnt my draft card, you know? And he's like, oh, good. And then he stabs a hole like through the thing so he can breathe, but he also like cuts his lip and shit so he's like bleeding. And I was like, oh. Was that the kink? The stuff no. <laughs> no. no, not at all. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Which, uh, yeah, some people like that suffocating stuff. Hey, yeah, I mean, apparently you do. Yeah, yeah man. Uh, but, no. But, yeah, so, also, what was I? Oh, also, as I was watching, I was like, I bet you this shit's real. Uh, totally is real. It was real cellophane rap. Which, uh, from what, let's see. Uh, yeah, it's real... Uh, Arlie Ermey said uh, that he was very concerned uh, so they left a small gap opening at the bottom of Matt's chin for him to breathe but it didn't help much <laughs> so whenever he was having trouble breathing he would uh, knock his knees together and they would stop the scene so, it's like and we got it over 73 takes later yeah. we got it. <laughs> <sighs> <sighs> you know <laughs> but yeah so Homie finds out that it's the little brother, uh, you know, doing all this shit. And so, I can't remember. I think it's right away after that. Uh, he, like, takes the little brother down and starts beating on him. Um, also, he has a line where he's like, uh, he's like, I was in Korea. We didn't have no rules like y'all do nowadays, you know? And I was like... To be fair, Korea is probably the war that we got taught the least about in school. But I was like, you're talking about fucking Vietnam, isn't it? That it's like the the most it's wild west. It. Like, yeah, I thought Korea happened after Vietnam. No, Korea is like, like 50s. Vietnam's the 60s or whatever. Um, yeah, but yeah, it's a very weird war. Like, you don't hear a lot about it. Like, uh, one, I think it's one of those that. We didn't really win, but you can't say that, you know. How dare you? It's, yeah, it's, you know. So very... I mean, we just literally pulled out of Afghanistan and it went to hell. But okay, like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's like you know, it's like Vietnam. We let it was a choice to leave Vietnam. <laughs> like, okay, yeah, <laughs> see how it is. But uh, but anyway, yeah, and so he starts fucking uh beating on him and shit. Um. And then, at this point, I also remembered, because the brother, the older brother, is like, I'm going to fucking kill you, you know? And so at this point, I remembered, oh, yeah, this is a prequel, so all these fucks are going to die. <laughs> like, I had totally forgotten. I was just watching a movie, like, okay, they're going to get out, you know? And I was like, oh, yeah, no, that's not going to happen. Uh, and so, he's beating them up, and the scene is all right, but then I think they ruin it. And I might be in the major minority here because I think the I read that the director it's one of his favorite parts of the movie, but I hated it, which is 
uh, Luda Mayhew it singing the Mockingbird song to the girlfriend as they watch out the window. The like, cause it goes. She sings the whole song. She's like, "Mama's gonna buy you a diamond ring." Yeah. And yeah. I was like, "Okay, uh, I didn't need that." So, but yeah. So then Arlie Army's like, "Hey, you do two ten push-ups, I'll let you leave." Uh, and the whole time he's I like, would have been like, just kill me. Just, just kill me. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's game over. Uh, yeah, yeah. I'm setting the bar so high that I can't possibly. <laughs> yeah. So the whole time he's doing it, Arlie Army's just like kicking him in the ribs and shit. There's one part where he's like, that's just half one boy. That don't count. <laughs> <laughs> and, well, uh, you're, you're, you're glossing over that, um. It's when you find out that they, that's where they turn cannibal. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, Korea, that's when you get the bat where he's like, you know, some, we'd be starving. So someone who is too weak, we'd end up eating them. And I guess that's where, you know, Arlie Army learned about his uh, kill the weak for food or whatever. Are you ready for me to go on a tangent here? Okay, go ahead, Tyler. So if you go to the grocery store and you look at the meat, right? Uh-huh. You'd be at red, you know, beef, pork, chicken, whatever. And you see the meat, and it looks whatever. And you throw it on a grill, and then it looks delicious, right? Yeah. Well, like, I've, I do a lot of hunting and deer and fish and everything else. But um, I can't believe that every time they show you, like, them eating human. That it would look that bad. Then it looks that gross. Like, you figure you just get a steak and grill it up, and it'd probably even look tasty. Listen, I, I'm sure... <laughs> that that we're going down we weird road. I'm I'm sure the human mate human meat is probably very fine. Like <laughs> like if you gave me a nice little human steak or whatever, I'd probably be like mm -mm. every time in these things they show like this disgusting like rotten scene with shit everywhere and like yeah. food you wouldn't touch with like a ten foot pole or whatever. Yeah. But like I'm like you could just put that in a grinder and make some burgers. Like no one would even know you'd be but no, they gotta eat stew. It's yeah. nine hundred degrees there. It's Texas in the summer and they're eating soup. Yeah, so I, I agree yeah. I agree with you. Because they, they serve up the the sheriff in the beginning uh, and it's slop in a pot. And I'm like, yeah. why? Like this seems like so much more work than just cooking yeah. it, you know? Wow. Which I think in the second one, I because the first one we well, talked about it, even, we yeah. they never really say cannibalism, but through it you realize what it is, and you get it's just meat like over a fire, you know, like it to the point where I think they the guy bought some at the at the shop in the first one. He bought like the little pork sticks or whatever, and you were like, oh no, you know. <laughs> But and then the second one they were making chili and you do get that one scene where the girl like bites a, a fingernail fingernail yeah like well, you looked at your own hand like you didn't know what was going <laughs> on <there. laughs> yeah well I can't remember if it was a finger or if it was just the nail and that was uh but anyway yeah so the first two they look all right but yeah from that point on even though in the third one and the fourth one I can't remember much cannibalism and then this movie is bringing it back to cannibalism. <laughs> The, uh, I don't know, in the first two, they they had it in barbecue and, like, yeah. stew, you know, yeah. and stuff like that, and it was totally believable. Uh -huh. It was like, okay. And everyone and loved it. <laughs> yeah. He, he won awards. Yeah. It, you know? Yeah. 
So it was just like, okay. And then now that's like a, a big deal. Yeah. But like I said, I, I understand it adds to like the the aesthetic. Right? Uh-huh. But I, I don't know. I think that, you know, it's about time that cannibals get the, the day in the light. You <laughs> yeah, know? yeah. Not all of them are disgusting, you know, people, whatever. Yeah, some of Your them. Your neighbors right now could be a cannibal, and you wouldn't even know. Right? Yeah. Was it pain and gain where they're grilling up humans, and they're like, that smells good? Doesn't the rock kill somebody, and he's, like, grilling them up in the backyard? Oh, I think it might be that movie, yeah. I've never seen it. So I know. I, I have, weirdly enough, and I really like it. But I can't. I uh, that sounds familiar. What you're talking about, but I completely forgot about that. Yeah, he's like grilling, and he's like, "What you grilling?" He's like, "Ah, oh, you know, what it is, what it is." Yeah. But anyway, so the guy ends up doing the ten push-ups, but then Arlie Army just like stomps him out and kicks him in the back and shit. And he's like, he ain't gonna be going nowhere for a while, you know. Uh, so after that, the uh, older brother eventually gets off of his uh, shit. And he goes running in through uh, the door. Uh, and the teacup lady from the first one that I told you was going to be back is back in this one. And he wedges her up against the door so Arlie Ermey can't get in. And he's got the table and shit. Uh, meanwhile, as this is happening, uh, the little brother's girlfriend is got out. And she's in a truck and driving, driving away. Uh, but then... Leatherface somehow runs down this bitch and like meat hooks her out of the out of the truck and uh, gets her out. The little brother's running off, uh, and then he ends up getting into a bear trap or whatever. Uh, you know how that, that happens. Yeah. And then so this is like what the happened to the older fall, brother, right? by the way. Um, because he went running in and wedged her against the door. What what happened to him? Because he gets taken. He he pushes the girl or the yeah because remember he cuts loose the girl under the table yeah and he tells her to run and the dudes come with a shotgun and he turns to face him with a knife yeah and he was like come on buddy you chicken shit you ain't been in no war uh -huh. and uh, like he looks away for like a second and then Arlie Army hits him with the that's right or, yeah the shotgun and he was like I ain't done playing with you yet yeah so Which, surprised he didn't just murder him right yeah there. So, uh, their escape didn't work out too good. Meanwhile, before all of this happened, the girlfriend sees Beecher driving down the road, and she, like, stops him, and she's like, uh, the, the guy, he took your girlfriend or whatever. And so Beecher's like, Beecher opens up his saddlebag and pulls out his fucking, uh, pistol, and he's like, show me where they are, you know? And so, eventually Beecher shows up, uh, he walks in, and... The dude from the last movie who was in a wheelchair, who still has his legs in this movie, uh, he's like, what the fuck? And he turns around and Beecher just comes. It's a cool shot of Beecher just stepping around the door. And then he shoots the guy in the leg. I'm not sure exactly. I guess he wanted to get information out of him. That's why he just shot him in the leg and didn't kill him. But he shoots him in the leg. Uh, and he's like, tell me where the girl is, you know? And then Arlie Ermey comes in and he's like what the fuck did you do now Lester or whatever that guy's name was you know and uh and then he sees Beecher and he's like oh shit and so Beecher like starts beating on him and he's like tell me where the girl is and so he shows him but it's uh the blonde head the little girl the little bro's girlfriend and he's like not her and then Arlie Irving's like 
oh, you don't want to see the other one, you know, because we've seen her earlier on, and she's missed a leg, she's all chopped up, hanging up, you know, uh, and so then, uh, Leatherface ends up running in during all this, and him and Beecher get into a fight, uh, Leatherface loses his saw, but then he punches Beecher, and Beecher falls onto his saw, and so then Arlie Ermey holds him down on it, and he's like, come on, uh, funny, uh, come on, Tommy, come on, Tommy, get, get him, these are one of the assholes who picked on you in school, and so Leatherface, Revs up his chainsaw and fucking saws all the way through uh, Beach's chest, which, to be fair, is probably one of the better deaths out of all these movies. Because, uh, uh, you think all the movies or just this one? I would say all of them. I mean, I can't, like, I think this is the first movie where you actually see Leatherface saw through someone. I, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna say that death is good, but I think the death later on when the little brother gets it is bad to where it like cancels out the good. Oh yeah, like, but that's just because I'm a normal human. Yeah, can't disbelief. You know, I can't. Yeah, not believe something. So, so yeah, so Beecher he he's dead. R.I.P. Beecher. Uh, fucking the boyfriend we see then is uh chained up to a bed in the basement which uh somehow uh faculty girl had snuck her way down there and sees him and she's like come on i'm gonna get you out of here and she tries to like take a screwdriver that whole scene is like oof yeah and uh but it doesn't work so then they hear uh leatherface coming and she goes and hides uh and leatherface comes in and just saws through the boyfriend through the middle of his gut uh, so the boyfriend's dead. And then we see Leatherface do a full, like, sir, like he's cutting around the face and he fucking peels the shit off. And you see, like, the guy's, you know, skull and shit underneath. Or his, you know, and uh, Leatherface makes his first, uh, his first human face mask. And Arlie Ermey's like, I like your face, you know? <laughs> but so what were you, what did you want to talk about with that death? I, I just thought it was gruesome. Oh, like, yeah. Like, because uh, he's laying there, and you can see, like, he had done stripped all the meat off his arms. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the guy's like, I can't feel anything. <laughs> yeah, it was it was real gruesome because he was sitting there, and you're, like, seeing it. And uh-huh. I, you have to imagine that you would just die from blood loss, right? Like, or pass out long before that. Yeah. I don't know. I would imagine that these guys now know how to like keep them alive. Well, I don't. That's the another question is like, how in in what chain are these guys? Like, are these the first victims or halfway through? Yeah. Who? Yeah. Who knows if this is the first time they do it or what? You don't have like the you know the parking lot of cars. You don't have. Do they not? I thought there was one shot of the cars again in this movie. I thought it was like three or four. Okay. So they might still be early on. But... But, uh, Do you feel sorry for the tow truck driver in this? Well, that's what I'm going to get to. Because the next scene... So I promised you, Tyler, that uh, in the next movie you would learn how that guy lost his legs. And I said it was was pretty funny. At least to me it is. Which is Arlie Ermey... Tells Leatherface, he's like, uh, he's like, listen, uh, he was shot in the leg, you gotta take it off, you know, surgery. And they're like, what? 
You know, and so Leatherface goes sawing through his leg, but then he hits the other side, and Arlie Ermey is like, oh, look at that shit. That's going to get infected. Go ahead, even them up. <laughs> so, so this guy goes from just, you know, the, to now he's a double amputee, and Leatherface cuts off both of his legs. And uh, that's how that guy wound up in the wheelchair. One of my favorite parts of this whole movie is uh, the only, he's like, hold him down, Ma. He goes, why? Because he ain't going to like this, man. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I was like, yeah, okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But, so, yeah, so they double amputee him. Uh, they end up uh, catching faculty girl walking around. So then we get to cut to, once again, another Texas Chainsaw dinner scene. How do they... They catch her. She's just running out, and he's standing in front of he's the He's standing there, yeah. yeah. And, uh... Well, at first, she was gonna leave, but then she heard the blonde girl screaming or whatever. So she went back in to save her. And I think she only goes into, like, one room. And then Arlie Army's like, welcome to dinner, or whatever, you know? Uh... But yeah, so then we cut to a dinner scene. A blonde-head girlfriend immediately just gets her throat cut. So she's dead. Um... The little brother is laying there. He's all unconscious and shit. Uh, and then... I don't remember exactly how Faculty Girl gets free. But she breaks out. And she goes running again. Uh, and then this is the part I was talking about earlier. Because then they're like, oh shit. And without even being told, Leatherface is just booking it. You know, with, with the saw. And you get a shot... Where it's legit oh. Arlie Ermey just looking proud as fuck about, like, he's like, that's my boy, you know? He was, and then he's like, uh, some it's time for boys to become men or something, you know? And I really liked how proud that Arlie Ermey was of uh, Leatherface in this movie. She, uh, she grabbed a screwdriver off, like, the counter or something uh -huh. and Leatherface, and then she stabs him in the shoulder in the back that's, or Yeah, that's right. And he goes... <laughs> Yeah, that's your only moment of, like, old-school Leatherface, where he's, like, high-pitched, you know. Uh, yeah, so they, they go on their chase. Little brother ends up waking up uh, during this whole thing, and he, like, beats the fuck out Arlie Ermey uh, on the front porch. Uh, we flash to the slaughterhouse. Faculty girl is in a tub of blood. That, that's it. That's the uh, incredibly. Oh, for some no. reason, <laughs> seeing that lady covered in blood, just rich, and like every light on my dashboard lit up. Like, I don't know what, what happened to me, but I was like, I wish Oof. you would have said the cellophane. I, like <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why. There yeah. was something. I don't. I'm going to do some Google searching when oh, we get no. done. But. So. Uh, Leatherface, you, it's, it makes it seem like he knows where she is, and he goes to fucking, like, go down with the saw. Then Little Brother shows up, uh, to distract Leatherface for a second. Uh, but well, he... He jumps out and stabs him in the shoulder or something. Well, yeah, but that's, the Little Brother shows up, and he's like, hey! And then she jumps out and, like, stabs him. Oh. Um, but then Little Brother doesn't do much. He immediately just gets sawed through by, uh, by Leather. And picked up. Yeah. So he's dead. Uh, Leatherface girl ends up walking out, uh, and like getting a finding a car, and uh, she goes taking off down the road, and she's laughing, and there's like a cop up there that has some guy pulled over, and this is when we get whenever I think of Texas Chainsaw Massacre, this is 
the part that I always think of. I mostly because like we discussed, I think this is the first movie I ever watched. Uh, but it's probably my favorite endings out of these movies, which is Leatherface popping up in the backseat and just sawing through this chick as she's driving. And then they fucking hit the cop and the guy and uh, Leatherface gets out and he goes walking down the road. And that's when you get, you know, through through the years of this and this, the Sawyer, the Hewitts killed 35 people, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. And then that's the end of the movie. It's a different voice. The original guy died, right? I don't think so. I think I think he does the voiceover for the next movie we watch. Because like that guy's voice kind of sucked compared to the old dudes. Because the old dudes had like grav gravelly, you know. He was like, "In the United, you know, I don't know." It's kind of like having the guy from Mass Effect, not Mass Effect. God, was the other one with the chainsaw lancers? Gears of War. Gears of War. Like that guy, Marcus, or whatever. He's he's a voice actor, and he does, I think, all kinds of shit. But, uh -huh. Like you have that guy like talk something, and then the other one is like, I don't know, just a normal voice. Yeah. Like you could have done it, and it would have been whatever. Funny enough, I've I think Marcus is the voice of uh of Arthur in Red Dead Two. So I know that Maybe. guy does some shit. I think is it Arthur or the other one? No, it's Arthur. Yeah. But because I think I think uh, John, I think he only voiced John like he was after he voiced John, he wasn't doing anything or whatever for like the next, you know. Anyway, it's a good voice. The guy's kind of a prick I hear, but which one, John or Arthur? Arthur. Oh, I always see people liking Arthur. Yeah, but he's one of those guys who. uh if we're talking about the same guy, you know, apologize if we're not. But, like, you go to cons and stuff, and you'll be, like, with your girl or whatever, uh -huh. whatever. And it'll be like, hey, baby, let's go backstage. Don't bring him. Like, that, you know, hey, the man. wrestler mentality, you know? Yeah. Because the wrestlers do it, too, right? Like, a lot. Maybe he only did. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, uh, let's do best of, worst of. Uh, this is a hard one for me because on the surface I would say the ending with uh, him sawing through the back of uh, the seat or whatever but I think I'm going to change it up and I think I'm going to say him uh, blasting homegirl at the beginning with the shotgun was my favorite just yeah, I'm sure you are. <laughs> Shoots her through the fucking chest. Uh, that was pretty good. I like that. And so, my worst of is probably, and we talked about it through all these movies, which is, it's Texas Chainsaw Massacre, but Leatherface is not like, it's a family of people, you know? But in this movie, I felt like Leatherface, like, didn't even he maybe gets 10 minutes of screen time combined and like he's just not leatherface which is weird because the same guy that played them in the last movie and we talked about how the last movie he was probably the scariest leatherface there was and in this movie i was like i don't care about this fucking leatherface at all so best of shotgun blast worst of is uh the leatherface because he's definitely on the bottom of uh leatherface portrayal so far 
Tyler, got best um, of, worst of. Trying to think, there's a lot of like worst of, right? Like, um, there's a lot of stuff to do with like, uh, I don't want to say the females, but like the brothers or whatever. Because I feel like in a normal like chainsaw movie, they would have killed one of them right off the bat. Yeah. Like, the fact that he kept both of them alive for so long, it just was like, mm, okay. Uh-huh. But, like, that's just a... I don't know. I'm trying to think of when, like, having uh, the hydration lady come by seemed like it served no point at all. Yeah. So, I'm going to say that the director's favorite part is my least favorite part of this whole movie. Because she sings... Yeah. Fucking, what is it? Twinkle, twinkle. What Mockingbird. Is it, uh, yeah. Mockingbird. She sings it twice yeah. in this movie. And I hated it both times. So, like, <laughs> it's one of those take your pick, you know, both times or one. Uh, but, like, I was just like, okay, they're trying to add, like, sentimental moments, you know, and it's like, there's nothing here to be sentimental about. Yeah. It's a crazy old lady who's about to eat this bitch, and you're yeah. like, but she's singing. I was like, get out of here. Uh-huh. Um, but for favorite part, uh, the very, very beginning. Like, I don't think you'd catch it or realize it or notice if you weren't, like, a a weird guy like us. But when he shoots the sheriff and he's bending over to get his badge or whatever, he, like, sticks his fingers in the blood. Yeah. And then he licks them off. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, considering they're not cannibals yet, I'm assuming that that was, like, the show that they're starving, right? The show that they had nothing. Uh-huh. And, like, you know, times are hard and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But somehow they still have that mansion. And Which, to be fair, it is in the middle of nowhere, but... I just don't understand how you feed a Leatherface if you don't have food. Yeah, he's a big boy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. How, do you, how did he get so big if they didn't have, you know... Yeah. Because, you know, muscles take fat to make. You know, it's protein and fat and water, but... Oh, speaking of big boys. Speaking of big boys, there's the biggest boy. <laughs> he doesn't like this. But anyways, anyways, we need to talk about the, the truck driver. I think that guy was an in, the most innocent dude ever. She was like, help me. He's like, I don't get involved. In... Well, I don't know. He had a little rapey face. <laughs> oh, later. the... Yeah, because... Like, in this movie, they make him... Uh, I think... Because this movie, he seems so, uh, like, not involved. That I think... Him getting his legs sawed off is what made him such a prick in the next movie. Because now he's like, well, fuck it. You know, I might as well just be... Because part of me thinks the reason he got sawed is because Arlie Ermey was punishing him for not being involved in shit, you know? Because the guy was just like, I don't do, you know, anything. Or it could have just been him being like, Fuck you, you know. But I took it as a, like, he's like, like he, it almost seemed like he wanted to help her, but he was like, I, I don't get involved, you know. And then the next movie, obviously, he's grabbing Jessica Biel's ass, you know, as he's, like, making her help him up and shit. Well, no, like, there's a scene where he goes upstairs and the girl's tied up under the bed. Oh, and yeah. he's like, rapey, rapey, rapey face. Oh, I, I don't know? remember that one. Yeah. But, yeah, I don't okay. know. I, I wouldn't say I felt bad for him. But I did take it as in, like, this is what made him extra pricky in the, in the next movie. But, I don't know. The movie had a budget of uh, $16 million. What? Yeah, I don't Yeah, I don't know what they... 
but made a box office of $51 million. So, the faculty girl must have been a big star. <laughs> yeah. But, I don't know, that's a lot of money. Yeah. So, anyway. Uh, and then, I don't think we talked, oh yeah, we did, never mind. I was going to say how the little brother died, but we talked about it. He got solved through. Yeah, he, pretty bad. Yeah. yeah, he really, yeah, he really didn't do any, anything of, of notice, did he? <laughs> no, he, he hit, I think he hit Leatherface with a cleaver, but like, it did nothing. Yeah. So, I mean, I, in his mind, he killed Arlie Ermy or whatever. But... Yeah. Which, that's weird, too, because we know the Arlie Ermy's alright in the next one. But it's weird that uh, they don't go back to him to show him. Also, I wonder if we go back and watch if Arlie Ermy's missing teeth, missing teeth. in the yeah. first one. Because they make it a point of showing him spitting out teeth or whatever in this one. So... I wouldn't be surprised if that was what that was and we go back and watch and he's like missing his teeth or whatever. So would you change anything in this movie? Like what would you change? Because I know one thing I would change and it wouldn't add anything to anything but I just think it would make everything a little weird a little more you would understand how crazy these folks were. Yeah. But it's just me. I would have uh, Arlie Ermy wearing like women's underwear. You know that scene? Oh when where he's in the fucking yeah. Yeah, and he's putting on his shirt, and it like it's scans out. He's just wearing normal boxers, guys. Yeah, but like you could have done so much weirder stuff there, right? Like, yeah, have him wear like some weird loincloth or you know anything. But then, <laughs> you're like, this guy just killed the shirt. He did you know? tuck the shirt into his boxers, though. That was kind of yeah. Weird. <laughs> That's what you do to keep it from coming out. Yeah. Oh, I never. I I would tuck in my shirt at the beginning of school, and then I would untuck it like as soon as I got to class. Or I got to win. I was just in senior year, and I would just wear a jacket to have it untucked all the time. And sometimes I just would wear a t-shirt, and you know, Man, and wear yeah. wear the jacket. I think a tucked-in shirt is like the biggest misnomer. Like, okay, you know, when you go to work at certain places, uh-huh. they're like, I "Tuck your shirt in." It's like, why? Yeah, it's like all it's doing is you know, and it's there's two things that I hate about working. One is tucking in your shirt. The other one is like. It's gonna sound weird, but like everyone's obsessiveness with pants. Yeah, yeah, they like, want you wearing pants for some reason. It's like, hey, can I wear shorts? They're like, no. How dare you? We are a business. Yeah, I'm like millions of motherfuckers wear. Everyone in here working, <laughs> you know, every shopper's wearing shorts. Yeah. I don't think they would complain. We won't. Now. We won't divulge where you work. But do they make you tuck in your shirt? No. Oh, okay, no. that's good. Pe- oh, wow, they. I, Pepsi doesn't make me tuck in my shirt. I wonder if, like, you had, like, a big boss there, if they would be like, hey, tuck it, tuck it. Sure. Yeah, like, if they came in to look at me, if I was, if I didn't have it tucked in, they'd be like, tuck it Legitimately, in. where I work now, they, uh, there's no dress code. They're like, yeah. show your own style. But then they, you know, you have to wear that little thingy. Yeah. So. Yeah, like, I'm at the point, yeah, I'm wearing, like, my own shorts and shit. I'm not wearing fucking basketball shorts or nothing, but, yeah. I, was... I yeah, I would... I was, you know, I don't know. I have to wear pants here, and uh, I hate it. Yeah. And I'm like, hey, can I not? They're like, you can go through and fill out a request and all this stuff and medical something. And I was uh-huh. like, I'll just wear the pants. <laughs> like, sounds like too much work. Yeah. Because you know, as soon as you get like special permission, they're still going to be like, hey, what do you, you know, what are you doing? And yeah. Like, wear shorts, but then paint your legs the color of the shorts so they can't tell. 
thinking about getting compression pants. Oh, yeah. And I was like, hey, you got to wear pants. It's like, I, well, I am. Yeah. Oh, you can't wear those. Well, I'm not, really. You know? You <laughs> yeah. But, so, nah. Anyway. All right. Well, I think that's about it for Texas Chainsaw The Beginning. Uh, next up is Texas Chainsaw 3D. Uh, from 2013, I want to say, which, like I said earlier, is the, is the direct sequel to uh, the first one. Which, when I watched it when I was younger, I really liked it. And then from that point on, I've just heard it's the biggest pile of shit. Uh, and to be fair, watching some scenes in it, I'm like, oh, alright, yeah, I see it. But I think Ray J's in it, too. Which, shout out to Ray J. Hey. Uh, but it might not be Ray J. It might be another Ooh, guy of, of the, that caliber. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, so that's next up. And then after that, we only have one more movie. And then we're done with, uh, with Little Leatherface until they make another one. And what are we'll... the chances of you buying a 3D television so we can just come over and watch this? <laughs> not, not good. <laughs> I'm looking at, I don't think they make them anymore. I'm sure they're out there. I'm I'm on Amazon right now looking. I can't. Yeah. I mean the the twelve hundred dollars. But you know. Hmm. So now I, I gotta see really... if Ray J's in this movie. Oh no, I was wrong. It was uh it was Trey Songs. There you go. Uh, oh yeah, I forgot. Text Chainsaw three D is the one that uh Alexandra Daddario or whatever is the lead. Who? Alexander, what? You know her. Oh, the name popped up instantly. Yeah. <laughs> Funny enough, like, besides this, uh, I think the next thing I saw her in was uh, True Detective. She was the one that was banging uh, fucking Woody Harrelson that he was cheating on his wife with. How do you know this? Because she's in, she's in Baywatch. She's in a whole bunch of shit. Yeah, I'm looking through the movie she's in, and uh, apparently she was in San Andreas or whatever. Percy Jackson? Oh, was she? Yeah. Oh, you probably, like, grew up with this lady. No. Not with her, but... But she I made mean, something are... grow up. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you're talking about the box office, yeah, Holly. Yeah, talking about. Yeah. <laughs> anyway... <laughs> Uh, so, next time, it might be, I was gonna say next time, it, it will be Text Chainsaw 3D, but it's overtime, who knows what the next overtime is gonna be, but those Wait, are what's... If I remember right, isn't this the one where it's like, it's like a family, but they're younger? Like, what's the one with the girl who's like, go get him, cousin? That's this one. So, does that lady play the lady who says that? Yeah. Or does she play... So, the main character is still the people that are getting hunted, though, right? Yeah. So, she's like the main villain, kind of. Kind of. I don't want to get okay. into all of it, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I gotta, I don't think I've seen this one. Yeah. So, that's so why... It does have one... 3D TV. Yeah. It does have one very good scare in it that I remember. That's... Oh, shit. I forgot. I meant to talk about the jump scares in this. This, oh, this okay. one we just watched was really decent because... There was a couple jump scares. And, like, you know when he's going to the front of the car and Arlie Army's like, 
hits the window or whatever, he like comes back. Yeah, yeah. Don't be fucking up my interior of my car. Uh-huh. You know? There's a couple like that to where I was like, Oof, you know, <laughs> oh, I'm gonna spill my Chinese food. Oh no. No, I did. Come on, you know. <laughs> every grain of rice got consumed. Yeah. Know? I'm hungry now. So what's for what's for breakfast? Oh no. Jimmy Dean. Turkey sausage Humans. bowl. Oh, you... <laughs> God damn. <laughs> Anyways. Anyways. All right. Uh, well, let's see. So when this comes out, so Friday coming out is uh, Midnight Friday, Meat Train. Friday. Look forward to that. Uh, last Friday, Haunt was the uh, episode, so go listen to that one if you haven't already. Hey, can I tell you just for a second? Okay. Compliment your editing skills that I'm able your, to realize. Skills. No, oh. the thumbnail you have for blue, whatever. Perfect blue. Yeah, it was perfect. <laughs> yeah, thanks. it was so good, and I was like, "Fucking Tom's killing it." Like, <laughs> yeah, but I don't think I ever told you. Yeah, you no. Know? So hey, you know, you're doing a great. Uh, job. I appreciate it. <laughs> so I was gonna send it a text, and I was like, "I'll just tell him next time." I, you know, yeah, it's, it's so much more when someone like gives you a compliment and like, yeah, kind of person than it is. Than it, Hey, good, good, good job. <laughs> I think I told you I loved you on Discord when I saw it. I remember that, and you didn't explain what it was. <laughs> yeah, I didn't say anything, right? Yeah. <laughs> Just, that's it. Yeah. I, I was like, I'm going to wait and tell him, tell him. Yeah. So. All right. Well, I appreciate that. So, y'all look for, I mean, watch the video, too. Yeah. Thumbnail. The thumbnail. Yeah. All right. So, anyway, see you Friday for Midnight Meat Train. See you sometime for another overtime. And uh, What do we have on deck? We have the last two. The last two Texas. We talked about doing a uh, wrong turn. We oh, have, yeah. we have like nine of those. Yeah, we have. I think there's only seven. <laughs> we have uh, Puppet Master Four, <laughs> and uh, what was the, I said I wanted to do the uh, the Hatchet movies, which I think there's only three of those. But I kind of want to do an overtime of those Fear Street movies. We can because we there's that. three of those they're all sort of connected i was like we could probably knock those out you know it's on netflix it's on so netflix you... yeah so we might that might end up we might end up doing a fear what do you think about doing all three at once just doing like one mega podcast yeah yeah we call it the, the well it's still be an overtime but you know because it's called fear street yeah you know we might that that episode depending on how much there is to talk about those movies that might beat the uh, Halloween one and two, the Rob Zombie episode that's like an hour and forty eight minutes or whatever. Can we call it Fear Street on Beer Street, and we're just slamming beers the whole time, <laughs> yeah. and we talk about all, you know, because it's gonna be like six hours of movie. We're talking, talking, I don't know how long they probably. Are. I would imagine they're probably all two hour movies. I don't know. Maybe we do a special, special taping somewhere. You know. Yeah, uh, yeah. I don't, I'm thinking like you know, table Maverick's backyard. <laughs> yeah. Right, somewhere we could drink, be rowdy, and uh, so, watch yeah, yeah, hours of movies. So anyway, something's coming out. Uh, we got y'all. We, we got y'all. We, something's yeah. coming. And uh, yeah, so see you Friday midnight meat train. That's it. You can leave now. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like we're gonna keep going, but you can. Yeah, you you can, you, you, can, you can walk away before I make you walk away. Oh, <laughs>